It's time for the Fantasy Points Podcast, brought to you by FantasyPoints.com. Top-level fantasy football and NFL betting analysis from every perspective and angle, from numbers to the film room, with a single goal to help you score more fantasy points. Welcome to Week 11 of the 2023 NFL season. Thanksgiving is next week, and... I think that's when everybody knows we're hitting the stretch run of fantasy football. I've been checking. Uh, I was just complaining to Tom off air. Um, but look, far be it for me to say I hate fantasy football. I know that, that that's a controversial <laughs> statement at fantasypoints.com. But I have got to be first or second in points against in every league in which I'm competitive. And it is driving me nuts. Um, it happens to the best of us and it happens to the worst of us, including me. Uh, but guys, uh, let's just try to get it, get it all put together for the stretch run i am here you're here tom's here graham's here thanks everybody for the market report podcast it's going we're going to break down all 14 games all i guess there's 13 so far from the uh week 10 nfl slate tom and graham what's going on on this morning how's the weather uh where you're at uh, it's it's not too bad here. I enjoyed Sundays, at least 1 p.m. and the 4 p.m. games. They were pretty entertaining. We haven't had a great Sunday in a while. And I, I think people were, you know, because of the prime time, the standalone games were, they're still kind of crap. But uh, the 1 p.m. and the 4 p.m. games were really fun yesterday. So feeling rejuvenated after watching some good football, actually, the last, uh, you know, the last 24 hours. Yeah. I mean, we saw two teams put up 40 points. Are you kidding? <laughs> I mean, it's like a, that's like a absolute, and it's just not happened really this season. Uh, Lions Chargers goes off. Yeah, some good games in the early window. After all those unders for the last like five, six weeks, it was nice to get some games, hit the overs, and get some good fantasy points for sure. Yeah, the Jets and the, the Raiders made sure to knock us down a peg at the end. Oh, yeah, by the way, I, no. full disclosure, guys, I, I did not watch that game last night. I played some <laughs> video games, played some Xbox, and went to bed early. So You didn't. You I, missed uh, a lot of field goal kicking. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like, have any takeaways like there. Uh, there, there, there were some decent fantasy performances in that game, um, yeah, there were. but, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that at the end and it'll be a very quick recap, but let's start with the, well, the Thursday <laughs> yeah. night game. Yeah, we'll get this one out of the way quick too. Uh, yeah. The bears, the bears and the Panthers, the bears were in a no lose situation here because they have the Panthers pick. Um, and it is now the number one overall pick. The, the Panthers are one and eight Bryce young struggled yet again. Um, Tom, I'm going to start with you here. Um, it kind of feels like Frank Reich's going to get fired. Like, or he quits. Because <laughs> he yeah, can't like, stand Tepper. Like, uh, it's, either, it's either either one of those. I, I Yeah, this doesn't feel like a marriage that's going to last very long. It, they were even talking on the broadcast about how the, they're having weekly meetings. And, and yeah, that's, you know, in season like that, I'm sure that's not going to fly. So, yeah, this is going to be a quick one and done uh, campaign for Frank Reich and uh, so they'll see what they can, you know, if they can find somebody who's an offensive mastermind to kind of fix Bryce Young here. But yeah, this offense looks completely broken. They're playing, you know, Chicago defense has played, uh, you know, kind of quietly, uh, you know, pretty well the last month. But uh, it's not like it's the 85 Bears out there. So uh, Bryce Young still struggling and uh, it's even his struggles are uh, Adam Thielen can't even survive the last couple of weeks, you know, the last two weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. So we got to knock him down a peg. Um, yeah, this is just a, a complete mess uh, for the Panthers. There's not much really to say about this. Uh, Miles, Miles Sanders running for negative yards. Yeah, like, just, I mean, uh, if you have, he's droppable. Even, even if Tuba would get hurt, like what are we going to really get from Miles Sanders in this yeah. offense? 
Yeah, he's a he's a drop candidate. Uh, I I I don't even need, think we need to write him. I think most people have been benching him anyway for the last month anyway. Yeah, yeah. I I had him in a couple of shallow ten ten leagues and just dropped him too. They're competitive yep. leagues, but um, yeah. Just this offense is broken. Um, there's really not much else to say. I, I think you know Thielen obviously started hot. You've got to be concerned here with with Bryce, but. You know, we talked about this last week. They might go give Dalton, you know, a few starts to give Bryce Young like some mercy rest at some point. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like that's uncommon, but like they did they, it with Tua. I think we the talked Dolphins about that last did it week, with yeah. Tua, and of course, yeah. uh, Dolphin fans resent Brian Flores for that for 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 decent reasons because I would think Tua's play was better than what we've been getting right now from uh, from Bryce. Anyway, look, yeah. look, this is a one man fantasy team. It's yeah, and quite honestly, if Dalton Wood gets starts, Thielen, his stock would be up for the last month of the season. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something to watch, but I still think they'll they'll give him a couple more starts uh, to see uh, what he can do. I here. guess you can start. Chuba's one of those guys who, like, well, you know, I'm my one running back's on bye, and my other guy's hurt. Like, at least I know Chuba will get carries. He, I guess, he's that. But, um, but other than that, uh, moving over on over to Chicago, they did not activate Khalil Harbor, and guys, um. If you've been holding on to Khalil Herbert, you've been holding on to Rashawn John. Rashawn got six targets in this game, so he's probably still worth rostering. But why would they take Deontay Foreman out of the lineup right now? Yeah, they shouldn't. I mean, Foreman's running hot. I looked into this before the game because we thought Herbert would get activated. Uh, by the advanced metric, my like by our advanced metrics here at Fantasy Points Data, like it's really close. Foreman's running really well. And again, another great game from him. What do you guys think? You think it'll be Foreman as the 1A? Moving yep. forward, I think yeah. we're back to a David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert situation from last I right. year. I think uh, Foreman has played his way into a the lead runner role. I think they're gonna. I think they probably prefer Herbert kind of as like the change of pay. You know, the you know forty percent of the snaps anyway kind of guy. So uh, the good news is, I, I mean, the bad. I mean, it's kind of we'll see. I mean, the we gotta keep an eye on this because this could. I mean, at least early in the season they were deactivating Foreman. It was kind of a two man backfield. We're gonna have three guys involved in this backfield. We might not yeah. have anybody that's really yeah. usable unless it's a, you know, the Bears are favored for some reason, and Foreman's gonna get twenty plus carries. Uh, but we're not gonna get many game scripts like this one from Thursday night. Yeah, it could get messy because Ro- Roshan plays special teams. They're not gonna deactivate him. No. So I mean, they, yeah, you're right. This could turn into a, a legit three way committee. They'll they'll take out Darian Snappins though. They yeah, I think so. But week. even then, I mean, so Herbert's gonna get some early down work some passing game work but Roshan's going to work in those passing situations as well so it's it's going to be a mess down the stretch I have a feeling well the big story from Indianapolis and New England and Frankfurt I think <laughs> at least with, without talking about the Patriots yet is the the Jonathan Taylor takeover is complete as you guys well know because we started Zach Moss in one of our FFPC leagues. <laughs> we didn't have any carry. other options though. It yeah, was, yeah uh, we didn't have. I, it was I either him or bench. Miles Sanders uh, talking about Miles Sanders earlier. Yeah, well, well, we I think we actually had Ty Chandler on our bench, but I completely oh, yeah. understand not starting him over <laughs> Zach Moss. We'll get to Ty Chandler, but uh, so the the takeover is complete. Jonathan Taylor had twenty four opportunities to one for Zach Moss. Yep, we kind of figured this would happen here eventually. You know, it's just been a slow ramp up. Uh, maybe it took an extra couple of weeks than we expected, but yeah, JT fully taken over. You know, through the bot, Colts have a buy next week. They've been giving these Europe teams buys the following week. Uh, see if Zach Moss gets dropped. Like, I kind of, you know, this is going to be a tricky couple of weeks here with some more buys, some injuries. Moss is like one of the best contingent value upside handcuffs for the rest of the season still. But yeah, the the standalone flex upside is is completely gone here. 
Yeah, he'll be dropped too. He was sitting yeah. like seventy-five percent of legs uh, uh, coming in. Yeah, you know, after yesterday, you know, I was looking at uh, the ownership stuff, and he'll yeah. probably be, you know, with buys and after you know, basically getting one touch or whatever it was yesterday. Uh, yeah, he'll probably be heavily dropped. But yeah, you're completely right, Graham. Like we're looking for these guys who can step up into, and we saw it earlier in the season. He's gonna get volume if he's the the top back, and if Taylor's out. So I mean, if Taylor, uh, you know, sprains his ankle again or whatever, you know, God forbid, like Moss would be right back on the RB one radar. Yep. Yeah. Uh, on the Patriots side, I think we have to watch from Andre. Uh, he was getting stretched out on the sidelines. His back was, I mean, I guess from carrying this team on his back, he he, he was uh, injured. Twenty five opportunities for him. Um, Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi are literally the Spider-Man meme. I mean, <laughs> that's what they are. They're they're just the same guy. And the the fake spike was the funniest thing I think I've ever seen. <laughs> like he comes, he, he, Channeling his inner uh, Dan Marino there. Oh, and then he throws a pick. Uh, um, here here's the good news for the Patriots. And and the good news, I guess, uh, as 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 Bill Simmons would say, are we sure Mac Jones is good? Um, I'm pretty sure he's not, Bill. Uh. Uh, and I think he's there as well. I think the good news is they're two and eight and are going to be in position to draft quarterback. Um, the other good news is despite Mac Jones shitting it up and Bailey Zappi coming in and doing whatever it is he did, Pop Douglas had six for 84 on nine targets. I mean, you can start this guy. He's their only explosive playmaker. Yeah, he's still, you know, not very, you know, he's still 30, 35. People just have refused to pick him up. Uh, he will be on by this week, so you can't yeah. use him immediately, but I mean, there's worse options if you're really desperate. Um, you know, this line is a bit inflated. Uh, he had that really cheap catch before halftime, you know, the check down where they probably just should have thrown a Hail Mary, but uh, they padded back stats and got him 30 yards. Uh, and, Good uh, point, Tom. Yeah, so it, it's a little, you know, this is a, a 14, 15-point fantasy game, but it's, you know, really more of like a 10-point fantasy game. So, uh, But he's the one guy in this offense who we can – have a little bit of faith who can maybe get six or seven targets and maybe get five for 54 some weeks. I mean, even Hunter Henry, uh, we were hoping that maybe he, this was a good match. Everything kind of lined up that, um, you know, going against his own coverage, cover three, and Hunter Henry just did not pan out here. Yeah. A little bit of Mike Kosicki involved in this offense right now. I think they might go to Zappy out of the bye. Uh, Belichick was like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to reevaluate some things when asked about the quarterback that, to me, always signals they might go to Zappy. They're two and eight. Uh, they have a really tough schedule coming out of their bye too. Like, you know, they go play Chargers, Steelers, Chiefs, and Bills left. Uh, they yeah. they could absolutely tank this offense here and just say f it. We'll get an early pick, get our quarterback, and move on here. And, and look, I I know there's some buzz about Belichick. I, I don't. I, I wonder if that buzz is real. Um, see, it seems like there's at least some smoke there. I don't know. I I just don't see it happening in season for how. Yeah, he's a legend. Like they can't do it in yeah. season. But I don't. This think is I'm definitely the. This is the final stretch here. This uh, is if, it, unless year. unless they just get absolutely hammered in their back half, like they're they're they have way too much respect for Bill. Yeah. And by the way, like if they did fire him, they're half the league would try to hire him like right now. So. Oh yeah, oh, I would yeah. think so. Uh, the commander, your next probably. Washington, com yeah, exactly. Oh, your next gosh. Washington Commanders head coach. And, and look, because oh, Bill wants that record, so oh, yeah. um, he wants the the the, the Don Shula record. He got a, he got a good look at Sam Howell a couple of weeks. He's like, I can work with something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Cleveland and Baltimore. Cleveland wins a wild one despite Deshaun Watson like not playing well. Um what what is Baltimore's complete inability to close a football game? Like it's oh, they, just like it's yeah. bizarre, man. Like they 
they cannot put teams away when 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 they're competitive in the fourth quarter. It's weird. Yeah, Mar played his worst game of the year last last night. Um, yeah, man, it was it was a little brutal just trying to you know they that second half. I mean, they just had so many opportunities to put this team away, and, and Lamar played his worst game of the year. I know you said Deshaun's not playing well, like by the box score, he's not. Like David Njoku had a couple horrific uh, drops oh, in this true, game. True, true, true. Yeah, uh, wa- I think Watson's actually playing okay. Um, yeah, he played better was, in the second half at least. You know, he, yeah, he, he was, was not like, good in that first half. Po- there was a point where he was like six of nineteen or something. Like he threw yeah. a pick six on his first attempt. Uh, look, all right, yeah, you're right. I mean, I think the problem is we grade Deshaun Watson on a curve for multiple yeah. reasons. Well, yeah, uh, and he's certainly he's certainly not, <laughs> he's not playing yeah. to that contract. But look, Cleveland's good. Like their defense is good. They they scored a touchdown. They got to Lamar three times. Two picks. Um, Did Amari- you guys see the the stat that floating around about the uh, the, the the Ravens there last night? Um, they've only trailed for twenty eight minutes through the first ten games in the five other wow. teams that have uh, you know been like trailed by by fifty minutes or less to this point of the season. We're all ten and zero at this point, and Baltimore is seven and three. It's yeah, well, absolutely incredible. They can't close. And by the way, this has been like a trend over like a couple of years where like, I think Ben Solak from the ringer had a stat where like in the last like seven games that Lamar's quarterback that they've lost in the regular season, they've had like a 75% win percentage in the fourth quarter in all of them. Like wow. they just like, like Lamar shits his pants in the fourth quarter for some reason, or John Harbaugh just, uh, I know Lamar did have the one pants shitting game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that actually did happen. Yeah, he on a actually Monday came. Game. Yeah, yeah, and then he, I think he came out and was awesome. They won it. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, they they were down in that game. He came back and, and helped them win. Um, yeah, I, you know, to me, Lamar is obviously playing at an MVP level. Uh, I think he he's gets away with so much because he's such a freak talent. But like, you know, his 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 mechanics are not great you know, on downfield throws. Like he is super shoddy, and I, I think sometimes that's that's what comes back to bite him is like he lives off the freak athleticism as opposed mm-hmm. to like the great mechanics or anything but like uh, I, I've got to say real quick this run game like Keaton Mitchell is going to fully take over yeah he is, I mean he's going to at some point um, but, I don't know if they trust him in like an early down role yet but they're going to keep giving, four touches and I think they were all yeah. in like the first half like what happened um, he had a uh, Lamar missed him on a so, wide open wheel route uh, that I saw that play. Yeah. I saw that play, and I it was underthrown. Mitchell also got his hands on it, and I feel like that's one of those plays where, like, the quarterback would say, "I should have let him upfield," and the receiver would say, "I should have caught it anyway." Yeah, like, like it one was of close. those. It was um, but like, uh, I know he came in with the hamstring injury, so maybe they were just like, "We're not going to push it." But I mean, he had plays of thirty-two and thirty-nine yards, and just didn't get the ball again. Dude's awesome. Like he is awesome. Yeah, what is work came? Or I was pretty disappointed they didn't get him in the mix late in the game. It, maybe it's just a trust thing or whatever. I mean, we saw uh, Justice Hill late in the game, uh, just thirteen snaps. It, it that can't continue. Uh, you know, Gus Edwards is Gus. Ed, you know, he kind of came back to earth here a little bit. He's been running extremely hot with the touchdown production, and um, this offensive line got manhandled a little bit. Uh, couldn't couldn't close out this game with the running game, but uh, yeah, Mitchell. He's still out there. I mean, he's like 50% owned in, in leagues. He, you know, he's still out there in a lot of leagues. So just go pick him up. Uh, don't know if he's necessarily a guy we can play this week or, uh, but he, he could be a guy in December for sure. 
Um, I'm looking back to the Browns, by the way. Um, if you Jerome Ford's their number one, unless they get inside the 20, and then it's Kareem Hunt. It is always yeah. Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt was the guy they put in there to close yeah. the game, and that that's just the long and the short of it. If you just cannot count on touchdowns from Jerome Ford unless he busts a long one. Yeah, we're going to get a lot of empty calorie games out of him here in the back half of the season. He looks great, fully back from the high ankle sprain. Tough run defense, ran for 107, but you're right. Yeah, yeah. the good news is at least Pierre Strong is out of the mix now. It's a two-man yeah. backfield. Um, Hunt and uh, Ford were battling some injuries a couple of weeks ago, so they kind of were monitoring them a little bit, but both of those guys are back to full strength and strong. Um, no touches here. I don't even know if he got an offensive snap, so uh, back to a two-man backfield at least. Houston and Cincinnati, C.J. Stroud does it again. Guys, here is the list of wide receivers who have back-to-back games of 150 yards or more receiving this season. C.D. Lamb. All right. You know. Okay. Tyreek Hill, for sure. Justin Jefferson did it in weeks one and two, even though he's been out since. And Noah Brown. Those are the oh, wide yeah, receivers yeah. this year who have back-to-back games of 150 or more receiving. Um and even without Nico Collins in this game, Robert Woods got Wally pipped. He had three targets. Uh, he messed up on the touchdown the, that was to not to be because he stepped out of bounds and was called for an illegal touching. Um, and Noah Brown is uh, look. I don't. I, he's not going to go for one fifty every week, but he's a thing, Graham. Uh, and CJ Stroud trusts him. And why would they switch up what's working for CJ Stroud, who is having one of the best rookie seasons of all time? Yeah, Stroud is on fire. Noah Brown is an absolute wrecking ball after the catch. Uh, obviously, Dak is playing it in a high level, but I wonder if Dallas would love to have Noah Brown back in that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, just, I mean, last three games, five, six, and eight targets. He's absolutely, you know, he's on Yahoo leaks. He was like 20 percent owned i think I, I picked him up and started him in a couple of spots because i was so <laughs> desperate at receiver um yeah man he's definitely he's definitely you know in play for the back half of the year you know like you said woods definitely got some burn i think just in general though like they would isn't but the last couple of weeks i mean i know he's trying to come back through this foot injury but uh he looks like an old receiver uh how about this uh, we got a great schedule coming up for the texans passing game as well uh, not great in the fantasy playoffs. They got the Jets, Titans, and Cleveland weeks 14, 15, and 16. Ugh. And uh, 17 is Tennessee as well. So not great in that great. stretch. But for the next three weeks, we got Arizona, Jacksonville, and Denver. Uh, wheels up for this passing game yeah. for Noah Brown, for Nico Collins, for Tank Dell uh, for the next three weeks at least. Well, and let's also finally they were able to run the ball. And look, I hope you didn't drop Devin Singletary after last week because oh, – yeah. Um, <laughs> I know a lot of people picked him up and start him and they couldn't run the ball, but he's going to be their back. Um, they'll mix Damon Pearson, but I don't know how you can look at this, especially a coach like D'Amico Ryans, who is a defensive guy and D'Amico's a smart guy. So he's going to continue to lean on CJ Stroud, but it, it certainly helps a rookie quarterback when you have a guy who can go 30 for 150 in a game in which the Texans ran 74 offensive plays. So, um, Devin Singletary is going to be their back. Um, I, I think he looked great. This is what we were waiting for. Um, and flipping on over to the Bengals, like, yeah, I mean, one other note, Pierce, I don't even think had practiced last week at all. So yeah. So he's good he chance might be a white he, way away. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't, you know, even if he is back, uh, in the relative future, but, uh, it could be another week at least where Singletary is the only guy in this backfield. Yeah. A couple of interceptions in this game. Stroud actually, uh, his, the interception he threw was, I think easily his worst play of the year. Um, yeah. but the Texans were able to survive because Tyler Boyd dropped a touchdown. It was tough to see Tyler Boyd at the end of that game. Uh, Joe Mixon had to come over and console him. 
Tyler Boyd's made a lot of plays in his career. There will be more plays to be made. But, I mean, I think we were sitting here on this podcast last week talking, are the Bengals, like, all of a sudden, like, the best team in the AFC? And now they're in last place by themselves. Yeah. I was going to say, they're ninth in the AFC right now. It's, yeah. Uh, they're on the outside looking in with a, with a date with the Raven, a road date with the Ravens coming up on Thursday night. So, um, Oh, well, that's the Thursday night game? Yeah. yeah. A good oh, one. Right. You know, it's a yeah. great game. And the Bengals, their backs are up against the wall now. I mean, they yeah. lose that and drop below 500. Uh, they're... They're, they have a big oh, hole to get out I'm of here. I'm excited so. for that one. Uh, uh, yeah, they're, they're in trouble, though. Joe Burrow with a couple of picks. I mean, he still threw for 347. Um, I don't know what else to say here. T. Higgins. Yeah, I mean, obviously- I would think Higgins probably has to miss at least another week. He picked up that hamstring injury in practice. So, I mean, short right. week. We don't even get the full, you know, full week of practice here. So, I would count on him being out if you're a T. Higgins owner and uh, it's going to have to be like Boyd or you know, we saw Trent Irwin step up a little bit. Um, Chamar chasing, he got home because of the, the, the real long touchdown reception, but, uh, they were, uh, I think he even said it after the game that their bracket, you know, they were just throwing all their defenders at Jamar chase to stop them. So, uh, we're going to, they're going to have to have, uh, you know, a Tyler Boyd or some of these other ancillary pieces in this offense step up behind him. Don't you mean Collinsworth's favorite player, Tanner Hudson? Six catches for 33, racking up those yards. He had five (laughs) catches on the opening drive. Yes, he did. I I know our boy, our boy, uh, our boy, Andre Yosefash is going to, it's going to pop. Yeah, He got hurt though. He went to the meta tent. No. No. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But Chase Boyd, I mean, the Bengals are the Bengals. And and oh my God, the tight end rotation sample, 36% of the snaps, Irv Smith, 33 percent tanner hudson 31 oh, yeah i went up against freaking irv smith in a league last week when he scored a touchdown Ooh. like, like well, the only Ooh. play he'll make the only in a good play he's made all year yeah yeah exactly that's that's what fantasy's been for me this year uh Ooh. san fran and jacksonville so jacksonville i guess is is like the lesser version of the dolphins complete step up in class and they got bullied uh 34 to 3 trevor lawrence awful 17 to 29 for 185 and two picks uh, Graham, I have to go to you, man. What's going on here? I look it. San Francisco come out of the bye. They had come off three straight losses. That's an angry 49er team. I get it. Um, Trevor Lawrence though, the production is just not there. It's not there. And I don't get it. Yeah, he was, no, I do get it. He was awful yesterday. Uh, you know, I, I think there's been a few games this year where Lawrence missed out on some monster games like that chiefs game. He played awesome early in the year. Yep. They just had a bunch of drops um, you know, he played great against the Bills, but just some red zone miscues. This game, he was awful, uh, straight up awful. I think if the book is out on Lawrence, if you take away his first read, it's uh, it's it's a little sketchy for sure. I, you know, in this offense right now, just there's no vertical element. Um, you know, Calvin Ridley was obviously brought in to be like you know the vertical X receiver, but most of the routes are just you know. You know, short of the sticks, you know, we we don't have any vertical element of the the offense, and I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but like, Nick Jones needs to come back. They need to put Ridley back in the flanker role. Stop playing Ridley at X and giving him all of this press coverage. Uh, that you know, Kirk got the 11 targets, six one four with Ridley locked down. That was the only good thing about the offense this week. Uh, ETN was stopped. Obviously, the game script got away from him. I, I, it's crazy, but I think Say Jones might be like one of the you know, sneakiest, biggest members of this offense, and he might go on IR. Doug Peterson was talking about how Jones just isn't getting this knee right. They're trying to give him some time, but you know he's been hurt all year. 
it's broken. Practice last broken. week. It seems yeah. like he's trending towards coming back, but it, as weird as he, it is, he didn't practice on Friday. Dougie oh, P was did. saying they might IR him. So, oh, yeah. uh, oh and yeah. by the way, they have got to stop giving Tank Bigsby snaps. I mean, they oh started to give uh, Dearna some snaps. Yeah, like yeah. Tank Bigsby might be having the worst season of all time. Like he might? has been. He's I mean, he's horrible. <laughs> like, and I, I don't want to be negative on this. Show. I hate being negative, but he is not a good NFL running back. But Stone has, hands, and he's tiny. He's not. He's not big. <laughs> like, for, like I think that's for John Shipley, who covers the Team Jaguar Report, um, who, who who was going after Scott for for some of his Trevor Lawrence takes, and Scott <laughs> Scott is officially poking the bear there. I mean, I think that's that's now his thing. Um, but so a lot of he's it's a valid. Heel. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. heel. Um, and I mean, a lot of it's valid. I mean, like, like, look, I, I would love to see Trevor Lawrence come out and play a game that where I'm like, like, I would love to see Trevor Lawrence play a game like Sam Howell played against the Eagles a couple weeks ago. You know, well, <laughs> like, you know, he just needs to throw four picks in the first half to really get going, uh, just like in that Chargers game. Yeah, uh, it's uh, it's like the Bryce Young corollary. It's like both things can be true. Like the offense kind of stinks. The receivers have been mid, but like the quarterback, it's on the quarterback at some point. Like they run the offense right. based on the quarterback strengths. And right now, Trevor Lawrence at the middle point of the season does not have a whole lot of strength. Is, is press tape still calling the plays? Yes, he is, is T-Bro. I'm, and I'm, this uh, is, I'm wondering the Eagles, if we might. Didn't the Eagles want – or? Peterson wanted Taylor to take over. So, he did. That's, I think he called a game early, one or two games early in the season. So what happened was, yeah. when the Wentz-Peterson divorce happened, it was universally thought like the Eagles were going to move on from one and not the other. And then apparently the report was uh, Doug Peterson wanted to stick with Press Taylor as the offensive coordinator. And Jeffrey mm. Lurie was like, all right, get the hell out. You're done. You're fired. Like Ooh. so, uh, huh. so, so we, you know, we have a, another developing situation with Press Taylor at uh, calling uh, plays and Doug sticking yeah. with him here. I wonder if he'll get pressed on that at all this week. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I don't want to put it all on once the interior of our offensive line is is still awful. Um, you know, it yeah, it's it's not good. You know, Brandon Sheriff's been great, but we're still struggling at left guard and center. Uh, you know, it, it's. I think for fantasy for the back half of the year, I mean, you're just still playing Kirk as a wide receiver too. And Ridley is, man, he's, he's looking like a Davis disappointment. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That's a really good, that's a really good fantasy uh, comp comparison Corlary. there. Yeah. Um, San Francisco, San Francisco was San Francisco in a good game. Rolled. Purdy was clean. Uh, with, How about them trying to get McCaffrey at touchdown? Oh, that's, that's that was so big, funny at the end. <laughs> big loser energy. Like, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess like when you're, oh, when you're running, when you're running that hot, you know, hey, you do it. But... Joe, we need more big loser energy for fantasy yeah. right now. Yeah, it's you know, that's a, a fair year. That's you know? a fair point. I'd like to see Artie Smith try to exactly. get uh, Yeah, exactly. Uh, I love yeah. I love Kyle Shanahan. He was trying to score points the entire game. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Love that. Yeah, it, like <laughs> it is. But you know what? McCaffrey saw a great game. Um tw- oh, he, he had almost 20 fantasy points despite not scoring. Uh Kittle, I like Kittle's just one of those guys, like, I just don't know how you bench him. Like, you and can't. I understand the, the two for 15 is is coming. Yeah, the bad like, games are coming. This is still very you know, four targets, uh, you know, three you know, big plays to get the 116 yards. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, did he, the touchdown was hilarious because uh, he, he literally walked roasted. into the end zone. He stopped yeah. running at around the five yard line. <laughs> he like, I thought, like, Lloyd. when, uh, who, who was the defender? It was Devin, Devin Lloyd, Lloyd. The, yeah. the linebacker. Talk, um, yeah. I was watching it, and because, like, I'm doing the game day show, I don't have the sound on. 
I thought there must have been a penalty called on the play because he walked into the end zone like he stopped playing. Nope, nope, he was just yeah. that wide open. Yeah. Um, Minnesota and New Orleans. Minnesota 27, New Orleans 19. Josh Dobbs, man, this guy's awesome. And he's a great fantasy quarterback. Like, he's a better fantasy quarterback than Trevor Lawrence. I, I mean, Absolutely. he's out there running. He's He peppers. He peppers good receivers. Oh TJ Hawkinson. I, I felt bad for TJ Hawkins. <laughs> I thought he was going to break down in the <laughs> middle of the game. Got, he was like. He got absolutely. All game. Oh, yeah. He is, he is smoked. <laughs> Came into the game pretty banged up, too. I mean, he's going to have to watch him. <laughs> they're going to have to I, use a series of ropes and pulleys to get him out of bed this morning. Just like <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad for him, man. He, you see that he was like crawling to the sidelines on yeah. that one play. Uh, By the way, he literally looks like the cowardly lion. <laughs> oh, with the, the long hair. Oh, yeah, he, he does. Like, the, like, beard, yeah. The beard, yeah. yeah. He, I mean, it's incredible. Like, he, he makes George Kittle look like he has alopecia. Like, I think, <laughs> <laughs> like, like uh, no offense to Josh Dobbs, of course, but, uh, um, but TJ Hawkins. Give some the Dobbs. Be a, be a good teammate there. <laughs> yeah, Dobbs, I mean, Dobbs, this guy is unbelievable. Like, I, I yeah. mean, he, he, that like the Vikings fans love the guy. I mean, they're 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 selling Do Dobbs not? jerseys. They're wearing. Joe, them. There's there's a legit chance that they got their quarterback for next year for oh like free. Gosh. How crazy! Yeah. How crazy! For free. They, I mean, it was I a know, pick swap. I, it was a pick swap. Yeah, like, it was a seven seven for a six. That's all it was. Yeah. Um, and look, yeah, Kirk Cousins is a free agent. Kirk's gonna have a place to go. I mean, oh, yeah. obviously he was playing great football. Oh, yeah. I mean, right now the Vi the Vikings are. They're a playoff team. I mean, they're they're three what two and a half games up on the Packers, three games up on the Packers, two and a half, I think it's two and a half. Um, the Bears are not competing. They're and uh, they're a game and a half back to the Lions. Like in the NFC, in the NFC East, you know the Giants are the worst team in football. The Commanders lost a winnable game. Like they're they're a playoff team right now, and Justin Jefferson's probably going to be back next week. Yeah, yeah it he seems like be. he'll be back this week. Um, it's just crazy how things can change. I, I can remember just a couple of weeks ago after the Kirky injury, we were we were reading off the last rights for all these receivers. <laughs> because it's like, how are we going to sustain? I mean, maybe they'll make a trade. It was right before the deadline. Uh, you know, there, it's just so much volume, passing volume in this offense. And it's not going to be able to, you know, they're not going to be able to keep it up with whoever they put in a quarterback. But here we are. They're still alive and they're still kicking. And I mean, they got a matchup with the Broncos coming up this week, so they should be able to, you know, move the ball in that one. So, I mean, uh, I can't believe these guys are they're still going strong here. And uh, now we just need to well, keep our eyes on this backfield. Yeah, yeah. Well, credit O'Connell and Spielman yes. these dudes for going after Dobbs. Uh, unlike the Jets, who <laughs> yeah. stick with Zach Wilson. Good job, guys. Yeah, yeah that and, Eagles win was the worst thing that happened to the Jets. Ooh. And, and, and by the way, as somebody who, who frustratingly watched that entire game, yeah, it wasn't him. The Eagles did everything they could to mm -hmm. lose that game. Yeah, they so, did. Like, yeah, literally like, every mistake in that game they made. Uh, and then Tom, you mentioned this backfield real quick. Real quick, we got to talk Madison. He got hurt. Yep. Ty Chandler Obviously got fifteen carries. Yeah. yeah. Um, Chandler Chandler might they might they might give him the Acres role even if Madison clears protocol and just be that by the way they were giving him the Acres role. So I was said mm -hmm. that to Paul Kelly when we were doing the game day show I said Paul I know they benched Ty Chandler for Cam Akers but I think it's pretty telling that as soon as Cam Akers gets hurt Ty Chandler's in here splitting the snaps with Alexander Madison. They don't think Madison can be a bell cow. And yeah. 
Chandler, Chandler should be rostered in every league right now. Yeah, I put Madison on the down list. I mean, you're he's sure. all yeah, he's already been a guy who's trending down, but you know, especially with Chandler running okay. Um, yeah, this offense, man, like you said, back half of the year, Dobbs, you know, they ran they ran a couple of design uh, design carries for Dobbs too. So integrating a little like zone read in this offense might be nice too. They got Broncos and Bears coming up next too. I mean, they're yep. they're running hot with you know four straight wins, but two really good matches. Very winnable games. Keep. Yeah, keep uh-uh. it going. On the other side, we have to watch Derek Carr, and it is hysterical how even in just one half of football, you got the full Jameis Winston experience. <laughs> yes, did well, we in ever. one half of football, we got Chris Olave six He's catches alive. for ninety yards and a touchdown. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, um, two kicks for Jameis, um, but he throws the ball down the field. At Perry, did you see the, the At Perry touchdown? That was classic Jameis. He threw the ball across the field in the end zone. <laughs> the dumbest play of all time, but it worked. Uh, it Rashid Shahid, Rashid Shahid is going to have. It, it, I, I saw him get dinged up. Um, I think he's okay, but I saw they him have a bye up. next week. Yeah, uh, they, oh, okay. And they're they're already saying Carr is going to be back for. Okay, But you you know Jameis is like on the sidelines. We're down multiple scores. I get to come in time. and just say it's F it. I'm going to throw it all over the place. I don't have to be a game manager. He had to be, he was licking his chops and Hey, we got some fantasy production out of it for Chris. Take Olave. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 uh, well, we'll take it, but it looks like Derek Carr is going to be back. And and Dennis Allen certainly is a kind of c- coach who's not going to, who's going to look at the two Jameson interceptions and be like, uh, 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 we're putting Carr. Yeah, back well, that's, game. that's why they love Carr. Carr would rather yeah, throw yeah. the ball 20 yards out of bounds as opposed to yeah. try to make a play. So uh, real quick on this backfield, Alvin Kamara was back up 76% of the snaps. Jamal Williams obviously looks dusty. K- Kendra Miller was out. Uh, something to monitor moving forward. He only got nine carries, seven targets, but you know, Kamara's snap share was trending down here. Went way back up here. Obviously, trailing game script. Yeah, I was gonna say the game script probably played yeah. a major factor in that. But yeah, yeah. And the Taysom role was kind of subdued here a little bit because of the game script as well. So yeah, it's something to keep an eye on. But we don't think Taysom's going. You know, this was a, a down game here. I I would yeah. hold on to him through the bye. He, he's gonna have some performances because he's he was effective in the red zone role. So. Uh, something to keep an eye on through the body. Taysom, Taysom's package finally shrank a little bit. <laughs> a little small. You kind of still have to play him, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, when they're playing from behind, he's not. Gonna, they're not going to do yeah. that kind of no. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pittsburgh and Green Bay—they have done it again. The Steelers, very, very close to outgaining the Packers. They had that third. Almost that last drive. (laughs) So they had a third and seven play where they threw the ball to Pickens, I think Tom for 28 yards, but it was called back because of an offensive penalty. And then, um, and then they had to end up punting to the Packers who ended up having a chance to win the game. Jordan love gets picked in the end zone, but Tom, here is the the story for the, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And, And let me read off Daniel Jeremiah's tweet. Okay. Uh, obviously, DJ is a very, very respected uh, 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 analyst and draft analyst. Daniel Jeremiah, Steelers rookie offensive tackle Broderick Jones jumps off the screen when you look at all of their explosive runs. He is dominating. HR pick for, for I think that means home run and home not run. A human resources pick. Um, Tom, <laughs> Broderick Jones, you actually mentioned this. I said, uh, I said yeah, to our BJ, BJ was the, you know, they put BJ in the game there. He's, yeah. Uh, and he's completely games. changed their run game. Both Jalen Warren and Najee Harris look fantastic. Um, and they can coexist because Najee can be your kind of, you know, power guy. And although he tried to jump over a defender, I saw Ben <laughs> yeah. Roethlisberger took, took, a took offense to that. Like, Oh, did he? Oh yeah. yeah he never uh, played reckless. 
<laughs> yeah, ben, ben Roethlisberger. Uh, does he do a radio show in Pittsburgh? He, he has a, he... a podcast of some yeah. sort. I, I, and he I said Najee should have lowered his shoulder, and I didn't. I didn't like look at the play closely, but Najee loves to do that that stuff. But regardless, Tom, Jalen Warren, and Najee Harris both are kind of RB twos right now behind Broderick Jones, who is dominating in the run game. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder why it took so long to get Broderick Jones into the lineup, but. It finally happened here. Yeah, maybe uh, Matt Canada coming down to the sidelines. Oh, Roger yeah. He's like, oh, shit, we have this guy. He's big. Let's put him in yeah. the lineup. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it, I mean, we were at a point in the first half of the season where we wanted nothing to do with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. And you're right, Joe. All of a sudden, these guys look like R2s. They're, I mean, they don't have – you know, Kenny Pickett isn't doing anything at quarterback. So if they can, you know, hide behind this running game and – it has the schedule has softened a little bit. It's going to be a little bit more of a challenge against the Browns this week, but uh, in that run defense, so they'll be put to the ultimate test against them. But uh, this this running game is finally trending up. We both can use yeah Warren and Harris as RB twos, especially uh, with two more weeks of buzz uh, coming up here. So, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean it's probably a, a little bit of a downgrade for the the passing game as well, though. If they're uh. gonna, they're going to lean on these these backs so much. <laughs> Graham Deontay Johnson, one catch for 17 yards with no Jair Alexander. I, um, I was going to ask you, like, what I, I didn't get really a chance to watch much of this game. What was it? And it was just, they didn't throw it. 23 attempts. Yeah. It's just, and, and Kenny Pickett was not good in it. And yeah, it's just, and, I, and Mike Tomlin, this, this was his wet dream, man. Like, oh, yeah. Pound the rock in, in, in November weather. And it worked. And they're going to keep doing that, by the way. So I think, not not to say Deontay's useless for fantasy, but like I kind of feel like it's a downgrade for him because they have found the recipe for this offense and it's oh. won the football. Yeah, short term recipe. It sucks because Deontay's yeah. looked so good, man. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, I'll, I'll put Johnson on the uh, the downgrade. I mean, list. they're gonna run the hell out of it, and Jalen Warren and Najee are upgrades. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, we'll we'll see this week. This will be you know the four point underdogs they'll probably their next two games are tough brown exactly so he's not completely gone they're gonna have to throw it more than they did this week but this was the perfect scenario where 23 attempts for kenny pickett i mean uh no passing game no you know receivers are going to survive that kind of uh volume in the passing game guys i don't know graham um i don't know if it's going to happen for christian watson yeah, yeah, two humongous drops. Yeah, I mean, one of them was so egregious. Um, yeah. You know, it, the talent is there. You know, he's gotten behind defense a couple times. Love has just missed him. Uh, Jaden Reed inconsistent. He's always hurt. And Jordan loves inconsistent. You know, you look up and he threw for two eighty nine, but again, he completed just like fifty well, percent of his passes. This the was hollowest. the classic love. This yep. was the classic love. Yep. He had a couple of dimes in this game, like that. That throw to Reed, the touchdown throw to Reed, was a dime. Even the Dobbs um, one in the, the corner yeah. of the end zone was. Nice. And then, oh, that was a great throw. Yeah, and then he's just like you. In the middle of field stuff is just like pulling and teeth that, with him. That's like the weird thing. He like he's looked good on these. Like I mean, he has a lot of touchdown passes and he's has a lot of good red zone passes. But it's like why love? Why like it's the complete opposite of every other quarterback. Whenever like you have the all the field to work with, this one these quarterbacks are the best. You'd think uh, whenever it's tighter and everything's yeah. you know tighter window th- window throws down by the goal line, and that's where he's been the best so far this year, which is just mind-blowing to me almost love is going to be a really tricky off-season eval for the packers because like on the one hand you see the the arm talent it's been there on the short you know small sample and you know the, the long throws but like and you just watch the holding the ball too long the missing the middle of the field stuff you know it's 
it's going to be tricky. You know, I, I lean towards Packers probably, you know, trying to move on. But I mean, they're three and six right now. They're, you know, yeah. they're they're right there on that cusp of like, do we tank it? Do we try to, you know, get back into it. I mean, they're pretty much out of it at this point, but. Bucks and the Titans. I don't know how much we need to say about this game. Um, Rashad White struggled running the ball again in a good matchup, but he got it done in the passing game with that long touchdown. So I think you continue to start him. And, and maybe we pump the brakes a little bit on the Will Levis uh, uh, train, Graham. Not to say not to say the Titans made the wrong decision starting him, uh, but he didn't run at all in this game, which is a little disappointing. Um, but uh, not a great showing for, for Will Levis in this one. Yeah, I took an over on Levis's passing at 212 and a half early in the week. Loved it. Finished at 199. And, and he threw 39 passes. Well, I was going to yeah. say, and that was he, what was most frustrating. Yeah, yeah I could yeah. see that if it was 28 attempts, but yeah, that was getting 39 brutal. is brutal. Um, you know, D Hop goes three for 27 on eight targets. Oh, man. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's, it's just not all there. It was a bad yet. game. Yeah, and Levis is going to – they should continue to start him, but it's will. going to be inconsistent. Yeah. yeah, and they said he's going to. And, I mean, I would imagine that continues unless this becomes untenable. And I didn't see anything that suggested, like, he's unplayable. It's just he didn't have a good game. Uh, Mike Evans should have gone even more nuts in this game. He dropped a touchdown that was right in his hands. Oh, yeah. Um, that that but, touchdown that he did have, though, I mean, he was running over. That was, yeah. Renders. That, was uh, yeah. that was fun to watch. Baker uh, banged up his thumb late in the game. That is one thing to keep an eye on this week. It, you know, he, he was able to play the last couple snaps, but uh, they were talking about it after the game. It was his throwing thumb. We've had a couple throwing thumb injuries with Stafford and Fields, and we've seen both of those guys miss games, so Something to keep an eye on. The, the spread on that one has, uh, with the 49ers, has moved up a little bit. It's uh, 10 and a half, 11 now. So uh, I think there might be a, at least a tad a bit of concern that uh, Baker could miss, which is going <laughs> to affect uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Obviously. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kyle Trask came in there, and I thought I, I thought there was like a the, just a hey, we're going to put Kyle Trask in to take snaps, but uh, no, that was uh, that was because of Baker being uh, injured. So certainly something to watch. Kyler Murray, 25. H.B. Heineke, 23, as the Cardinals beat the Falcons. Oh, I love seeing Arthur Smith take an L, man. I love it. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's nice, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I adore it. Uh, Kyler comes in, and he he was fine. I, I mean, he was rusty. He threw a pick. No touch. He did have a touchdown run, which was good to see. And he's going to make this offense go. Trey McBride, man, 8 for 131. Yeah, Keep starting. Oh, yeah, Woo. baby. Graham was all over that on the final point stream. He was uh, pumping up McBride heavily in that. And uh, yeah, he came through quite nice in this matchup. <laughs> He's awesome, man. Uh, and the, the pick, I think, was a miscommunication between him and McBride. I think Kyler like, wanted him to sit down on the route and McBride kept going. I think that'll that was, happen. Yeah. Yeah, two that's guys I, who haven't played in a year in a new yeah. offense. Yeah, that'll happen. Um, yeah, yeah, just ask Marquise Brown because <laughs> oh, it did not boy. happen for him. I did not yeah. see that coming. Yeah, well, they, when I wrote it up, I was like saying, like, man, it's he's going to be – It's a vol- yeah, but he'll get the volume. Did not get the volume. That all went to, to Trey um, McBride. I wonder if A.J. Terrell followed him. Um, he did. Very possible. He went into the yep. slot with him. Yeah, yeah I watched so, the game. He went in the slot with him. Uh, Terrell, is, Terrell is one of the few true shadow corners in the NFL. And, he's having and, a great year. They didn't challenge him. Um, hey, look, 
at the very least, <laughs> Farty already got the ball in the hands of Bijan Robinson. Um, yeah, he succumbed to all the haters and losers out there. That's just toxic groupthink, Tom. Yeah, sorry. One to get Bijan Robinson the ball is just toxic group. I, I just, I absolutely still adore the fact that the problem is not just is the problem Arthur Smith. You spent all these top 10 picks on skill players that they don't use. It's the fact that they spent top 10 picks on skill players without somebody to throw them the freaking football. <laughs> like, HB Heineke's eight for 15 for 55. Then he goes to the H Jeez, and Christ. Desmond Ritter comes in and runs for a touchdown. Like Heineke was so bad in his first start. They get, obviously they gave him, you know, one more shot. I think they go back to Ritter. Honestly, Heineke is so bad. You know, they, it's, they got the it's not got the coming other. up here, but yeah, they're, they they're going back to Ritter. Yeah. They're yeah. definitely going back to Ritter. Um, and yay. If do you, if you feel, if you Woo. don't feel good about that, I don't blame you. Uh, <laughs> there's no reason to feel good about that. Um, Drake uh, one other thing it. real quick, James Conner, right back. I mean, oh, yeah, yeah, no yeah, doubt yeah. about we We didn't have much doubt about it, but uh, we got confirmation. 16 carries in this game. Uh, snaps, uh, 63%. So, yeah, nice, nice, healthy roll after a, a four-week stay on the injury, uh, injured reserve. So that was good to see. He's back to being a, a high-end RB2 going forward, maybe even RB1 here. Um, we're going to have to, at some point, lament the firing of Brandon Staley. Um, because as big a freaking doofus as he is, boy, is he great for fantasy because his <laughs> defense is God awful. And Trevor, uh, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, sorry, uh, Justin Herbert, uh, you're better than Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Justin Herbert is talented enough to keep up with a team in a shootout. Look, I know Justin Herbert had a pick. Here's the problem for the LA chargers. All right. The problem is Brandon Staley's defense, 41, 38, they lose to the lions. And I mean, like, if you're a defensive-minded head coach and you're giving up 200 rushing yards in the first freaking half to a team, like, come on. Like, you start Montgomery and you start Gibbs every single week. And this is exactly, guys, although this isn't exactly what we wanted. This was kind of freaky Friday for David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs. Gibbs had the two one yeah, touchdowns. The long run. And Montgomery had the long one. Uh, but nonetheless. two long touchdown runs this season. Because <laughs> he had one like, early in the year, too. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't it kind of funny how like the offseason analysis was, hey, I like both these running backs because the Lions had two top 20 fantasy running backs last year and they moved on from both of them. And they got better ones. And, and they got what? better ones. They did. <laughs> they, they literally have a better version of that backfield. Um, it's really incredible um, what they're doing. And the Lions are just the, the, the big concern for me with the Lions uh, only for fantasy. And this is only fantasy. Um is do they now have too many weapons for Sam Laporta to be a consistent every week tight end? Yeah, there's going to be some weeks where it gets skinny like it was this week. He got the five targets, but St. Brown. Almost lost. all of that at the end of the game, by the way. Yeah, like, it was. They were driving, right. you know? And then yeah. B. Wright scored the touchdown. <laughs> oh, God, that was so uh, – that was insane. Because he looks just like – he's like, yeah, he still does. just like Laporta. Is he 88, too? 88. Like the, yeah, Laporte the is 87. He's 89. He's yeah. 89. Laporte okay. is 87. It's not yeah. nearly as – it's not nearly as uh, confusing as when – Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard both played for the Eagles because Ertz was 86 and Goddard yeah. was 88 and it was just the little serif that, like, yeah. <laughs> that didn't connect. Yeah. And there, was a, there was a beat reporter, uh, I think it was Jimmy Kemsky, but it might have been somebody else who was like, all right, guys, here's the here's the update. Goddard has the black sleeve. Ertz has the white sleeve. <laughs> no, so, I'll, I'll like, do. Yeah. I do that when I watch games. Like if I'm yeah. like following a player for a prop, and they have like something on their sleeve or a wristband or something, and yeah. they, you know they they have similar numbers, I'll do that. So yeah, I, uh, 
I agree. <laughs> With the Lions, I mean, they're you start. You have to start Montgomery and Gibbs every week. Like oh, yeah. you just have to. Um, well, Joe, you said they're top. You know, Swift and uh, Jamal Williams were top twenty backs last year. These two are like top top fifteen, maybe top twelve. I mean, they're yeah, they're I think they're roles are I, yeah. I was gonna say, I think they're both RB ones now at this point after yeah. last uh, yesterday's yeah. game. And you start St. Brown and you start Goff. I mean, it's a good freaking football team on the Charger side. Eckler, Allen, Stardom. You know, it was good to see Quentin Johnston get going a little bit. He scored the touchdown. They need him. Uh, they Brandon Staley said after uh, uh, he said last week um, they might have to put the Josh Palmer might not come back this year. Oh, shit. So I did they not need see him. that. So. I did not. Yeah. See that um, who's who's Shaka Smart? Who's S Smart? Who got three targets? Stone Smart, baby. That's his yeah, Gerald, Gerald Everett got banged up. Is that he's a tight end, right? Or, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Stone yeah. Smart's a tight end, yeah. Yeah. So, That's yeah, a very Everett good tight end. Back spasmed or something. <laughs> anyway, let's uh, move on. Uh, Keenan uh, Allen, we got to monitor, yeah, we gotta monitor him. him this week. Uh, he was in and out of the lineup with the shoulder issue in the second half. Of course, probably he came back will, in. Probably will play. I would hope yeah. he came back in in the game and scored a touchdown. Uh, so I mean, I mean Herbert's screwed crazy. if he doesn't play because uh, Quentin Johnson, I mean, I know he had the touchdown. But Quentin Johnson can literally just run drags. That's yeah, they, literally the only thing he can do. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know what? Let him run them. Let him run them and let him break tackles. I mean, might as well get him comfortable. Like, yeah, you know, I mean, like, that's kind of what you need to do. Um, <laughs> Dallas and the Giants, we're not going to spend a whole lot of time on this game. Uh, Joe, I got to say, I we we do we do the 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 fantasy points email that goes out on Sunday morning and is uh, what was the headline is is it a oh. Tony Pollard week and we got like replies to it and just like people nope we got replies to the, the like I, I throw in the towel I mean Dallas averages eight point three yards per play they score forty nine points Tony does Tony Pollard stink uh. I mean. Like I don't I, I, think, but it's just like a combination of like just Rico Bauer bad luck. I mean, he had opportunities at the goal line. You know I what? He got one in there. I too. thought Mike McCarthy. I thought I thought it was like I I think Tony Pollard is probably like frustrated right now. Um, and look, you're gonna take the victory if you're a player and a competitor. That play action pass where they threw it to fucking Ferguson in the end zone. Like, just give the ball to Pollard. You're yeah. on the one yard line. Let well, him get told, in the end zone. I think that was like, like a second down play, too. They, yeah, like, like had enough. Oh, no, 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 no. That sequence was great because Pollard got him down there. He had a couple of chunk runs that got him down there, and then he got him down yeah. there to the one. And I was yeah. like, here we go. Pollard touchdown. Noop. I told Tom on the, uh, the Sunday <laughs> show, I was like, this. I can't wait this. to see how Pollard gets cucked. <laughs> and it was even more entertaining than I thought it could possibly be. CD Lamb gets the rushing touchdown on the first yeah, like drive. seriously. Ferguson, um, Ferguson gets that short score. Second Gallup, and one at the Michael end Gallup comes out of nowhere and finally catches a forty-yard bomb in the third half. Brandon oh, Cooks God. doubles up his receiving yards in one game. Like literally every yeah. I, I want to apologize through. to Brandon Cooks and the Cook family. I called you Brandon Cooked yesterday. <laughs> Uh, uh, don't get fooled by this. Don't get fooled by this. The Giants quit. Like, and, no, well, I know. Well, and they had no cornerbacks left in the game. Yeah, either. I think the biggest takeaway is Dak is playing incredible. This is four straight games. I know he had the bad pick yesterday that was horrendous. Four. Well, that would games, be that would have been the only way they would have lost the game. Exactly. Turnovers and even yeah. still, four um, straight games of just dots. Like, yeah. CD Lamb's losing his mind, but Dak is is. I mean, he's been pretty much perfect for about a month. And that was John Hansen's call of the year was he was pumping up Dak for Dak in the passing game for the last month. And 
Uh, he, yeah, he was, and, and <laughs> it was looking bad for like the first six weeks of the season too. Like I, I didn't think he had a top 12 game. Um, and now, now they look, they're not going to run the ball because Tony Pollard apparently is in, in completely incapable of scoring a touchdown. So, um, I mean, that's, guys, I, I'll give them credit. Like they self-evaluated. They yep. realized that they needed to lean into the passing game. Like they have in years past and they've done that and they've had a lot of success here recently. So, uh, good on them for evaluating themselves and jumping to that conclusion. And we don't need to spend a whole lot of time on the Giants. No, we can like, skip this. I, yeah, even Saquon was all second half. Off, like, yeah. Yeah. Um, Washington and Seattle. Seattle wins this game. I didn't see the end of this game, guys. You're going to have to describe it to me, but it sounds like it was, was wild. wild. It was um, wild. <laughs> uh, so, so, all right, Graham, take me through the end of this game because I didn't see yeah. the end of it. Uh, what happened? Yeah, I mean, the game started slow. I think it was 9-9 at the half, and then it just went ham in the second half. Uh, Tyler Lockett caught a, a really nice like out route uh, to, to give them the lead. I think it was like 26-19 at the time. Uh, and then Sam Howe marches down the field, has the bomb throw to Deami Brown to tie it up. And then <laughs> with like, what, a minute left in the game, I think, Gino yeah, man, gets the ball back and puts it in the field goal. <laughs> Insane. Um, they had the big play to Metcalf. I think it was a big 25 yarder that got it into the field goal range there. Yeah. Great game. Um, awesome. Yeah. Game. By the way, Sam Howell is legit. Uh, Washington absolutely has something here. There was a report a couple weeks ago from Diane Russini who said that the Washington brass is like thinking about building around Howell. And at the time I was kind of like, oh, okay, you know, we kind of always hear reports about this. I always put more stock into like mid season reports like that, as opposed to off season reports too. Yeah. He's good, man. Like I think I mean, I mean just look at how they play every week. They like we have uh, They don't run it. Well, 12 carries for Brian. Yeah. They they know their only chance. Sacks have been cut too. I mean, I know yep. he took 3 this Quicker. week, but they're getting the ball out of his hands faster too. Like he's good, man. Yeah, this he's good. Is a great fantasy offense and their and defense is great for fantasy as well. This is they're yeah, very they don't rush the passer. Yep. Um look, I they're going to win too many games to probably be in the mix for a true difference making quarterback. So yep. like they're, they're, they're not a team that like, I feel like, like if the giants win another game, I'm shocked. Like it, the commanders I think are probably going to win, end up winning seven games this year. They're and so the playoffs, I, that would not be a surprise if they sneak into the playoffs there. Yeah. I mean, that seventh spot is wide open. There's nobody that wants it. Uh, Ron Rivera certainly wants it. He's tried, he wants to try to do everything he can to, sneak into a playoff spot and save his job they, and they have a brutal schedule though they get the yep. giants this week but then cowboys dolphins rams jets niners cowboys <laughs> i mean that's brutal seven wins might do it in the, in the nfc that's to get that seventh seed <laughs> uh seattle um metcalf Lockett, ken walker <laughs> yay and, yeah, and gino I, yeah. finally has his good fantasy get we, day I think we got to upgrade walker uh you know last two weeks you know we were a little Charbonnet concerned that Charbonnet. He he is, but snaps. Walker's still the lead. I mean, he's yeah. still the lead, and he's he's incredible. Like, dude's an, an incredible talent. Um, we kind of glossed it over real quick on why I want to flip back just to Washington. McLaurin gets eight targets; he'll be fine. Oh, Dodson. John Dotson, no catch. Gusek, yeah. what the hell? <laughs> Three hundred twelve yards, twenty nine completions. I, I mean, I, I I apologize to anybody who listened to me about <laughs> Jahan Dotson this week. My goodness. I mean, he was showing signs of getting that you know it, it seemed like it was just a slow start and now just completely yeah, blank we'll see that Tom. this happens all how many times how many years of all of playing fantasy how many second year talented receivers get off to slow starts after good yep. seasons and it's like okay you know dotson picks it back up it's a pass heavy offense 
yeah, I, I want to. I'm going to go back and rewatch the game just to see what happened. But man, yeah, he brutal. got wiped out. Raiders and the Jets. Raiders <laughs> are five and five, man. And, and like that, this is what I was. This is what I was saying. Like you know, they're oh, smoking man. the cigars after they fired Josh McDaniels and all that stuff. It was like. You know what? Yeah, I think the Raiders stink. You think the Raiders stink. Everybody thinks the Raiders stink. But don't tell the Raiders that. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're in the they playoffs. They are second month. place in the AFC West, Joe. So, yeah, like, <laughs> Devontae Adams is going to go out there wow. and going to compete because they're in the playoff hunt. Josh Jacobs is going to go out there and he's going to compete because they are in the playoff hunt. Um, Aiden O'Connell was garbage in that game. It doesn't matter. Um, like, like. They're they're in the playoff on guys, so like you can use Devontae Adams. The Jacoby Myers has kind of fallen by the wayside yeah, a little bit. At least one. he did in this game. Um, but Devontae Adams got 13 of Aiden O'Connell's 27 targeted throws. So I mean I put, I put Jacoby on the down list just because he's been basically nothing besides the the uh rushing touchdown last week without Jimmy Garoppolo. He has just been almost useless. So yeah, that's, that uh, was my one. The one thing I've taken from the first two games here, uh, I know. Graham was also on it, the Aiden O'Connell under in this game. But, I mean, they are running the shit out of the ball. Josh yep. Jacobs. I mean, Pierce even said coming out of the halftime, he's like, it was like, we need to run the ball more. We need to we need to establish the run here a little bit more. So, uh, And they certainly did that in the second half. So, Jacobs, I mean, he's looked better here with more volume, and uh, it, it's trending up for him. So, if you – had the uh, Josh Jacobs pick in the second, third round this summer, and he's been kind of mediocre to start the year. I I, I don't think it's going to be very efficient, but he's looking at like 25 touches yeah. a game. I, uh, I, I had an Aiden O'Connell under, and I picked the Raiders to win the game just because Zach Wilson is so bad. <laughs> you threaded the needle. <laughs> and um, the Jets, uh, yeah, Wilson, not great. Garrett Wilson, though, 14 targets. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brees Hall, though, they cannot run the football, the Jets. This offensive and, line is terrible. Uh, yeah, they the just lost Jet all their fans, guys. Yeah. The Jet fans are basically cursing at Daniel Jeremiah. I remember I read the tweet off of, uh, about Broderick Jones earlier. Yes. Jet fans are basically oh, cursing yeah. at Daniel Jeremiah and the responses because the Patriots traded down That's right, from Bill. the pick. Thank you, Bill. That, <laughs> that uh, the Jet, that the... Uh, one last uh, parting gift to the Jets from Belichick in his last season. Thank you. Man. Yeah, and then, um, a... well, who the, the Jets ended up taking Will McDonald, right? Who's hurt? Yeah, they reached yeah McDonald. Yeah. That everybody thought yeah. was going in the second round. So yeah, yeah. and he Will and McDonald. Tackle what is, draft. What is, yeah. Yeah. Jets. Uh, yeah, they lost Elijah Vera Tucker. I think they're going to get Dwayne Brown back this coming week, but he's 38 years old. I mean, obviously, it would be a huge, you know, if, if Brown can still play at his, you know, yeah. all all pro level. But I mean, he's 38. So and they can't they can't run the ball and that's a problem um because they can't throw it because Zach Wilson's the quarterback they they completely messed up not oh trading Josh Dobbs like completely okay okay up. not okay let's take away from the Dobbs fact doing nothing doing yeah they did absolutely nothing. nothing they didn't sign uh, Carson Wentz to, they... to keep doubling down on Zach we, Wilson every we get shit all wrong all the time we get shit wrong all of the time the one thing. That was so obvious. Is get him some comp. Get Zach Wilson. Anybody. Some not like, Trevor Simeon. Somebody a little better. Joe Flacco. <laughs> like literally, Joe. Like go get Joe Flacco. Like what are we doing? I, it's um, just. Yeah. And and they they're they gonna blow their lose. chance at the playoffs. And they, they have a championship defense, by the way. 
Yeah, they do. They have a championship defense. And well, don't worry. Is a good coach, uh, you know, by the way. Aaron's going to be back here in like a week or two. Uh, you know, off his <laughs> get out of here. I mean, I get have to here. imagine that's a factor. Like, like they said, oh, what if we trade for Josh Dobbs and he plays well and Aaron, you know. Oh, God. Give me you know, no, like, like this front yeah. office. They drafted him number two overall and they want to see it through when all the evidence has pointed to. This kid stinks. And... Well, guess what? They're going to get absolutely blown out the next two weeks by the Bills and Dolphins, and they're going to be, you know, what, four and seven? So congratulations, guys. Uh, yeah. Yep. All right, guys, that'll do it for the Week 11 Market Report podcast. Uh, we'll have the article up at fantasypoints.com. Make sure you subscribe to the website using code GORIFIC25. It's already 50% off. You get an additional 25% off. You will be glad you did. Tom and I will be back with the Waiver Wire podcast to- uh, tomorrow. Uh, pretty Tom, Pretty light. Pretty light, pretty light. yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be uh, light. Yeah, another year, and Noah Brown. Go get them. Yeah, spending your, uh, spending your fab early in the year was the right move because, well, uh, let me throw a piece of news out there for you. Even though this team didn't play this week, Week. Uh, while we were recording, the Dolphins activated the practice window for Devon Achan. Uh, yes, sir. So he's going to be available down the stretch. Raheem Mostert's starting to fade just a tiny bit. So we'll be interested to see Devon Achan for the Dolphins. We'll get him written up in the market report as well. For Tom Brawley and Graham Barfield, I am Joe Dolan. Thanks, everybody, for joining us on the Fantasy Points Podcast Network. Tom and I will talk to you tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in to this edition of the Fantasy Points Podcast. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review on your favorite platform. And come join the roster at FantasyPoints.com. Fantasy Points.